Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I am your host. So on today's episode, we're talking about the ego and how the ego is a hostage taker. So now I just want to preface this. The ego, uh, it's not all bad. Okay. So we do need to have a little bit of ego. It's kind of the, the, the engine that keeps us going, right? Gives us some motivation, gives us some accountability. So the ego does allow us to get up in the morning and kind of move along on our day. So the ego is not all bad. However, the ego can do a lot of damage when it's partnered with the uh, monster in our head. Okay. Lots of times your ego wants you to believe that your feelings, um, your choices, the perceptions you have in life, your habits, right? All of these things are really a compulsion, a have to, right? That you don't have a choice. And also that it comes from outside yourself, right? So that, that uh, you know, I'll give you a couple examples. So your eating habits. Uh, yesterday we, we, we talked about um, eating and the, the choices that you have, right? So you have a lot of choices around how you're going to eat. But the ego would like to tell you we have to eat these foods or we can't eat these foods um, or we were raised to eat these foods or we should eat these foods, right? So even though we have choice over every single thing we put into our body, our ego has developed these habits, usually not from ourselves, uh, that, and also, you know, let's say you, you eat a donut, right? And, uh, you just saw something, maybe an infomercial for some exercise program or, or new, you know, shake system. And you feel a little bit of that, uh, <laughs> guilt and shame because you just ate the donut, right? So our ego is providing that guilt and shame and saying, you shouldn't do this. Um, I, I often get a lot of people come to me for coaching and they're trying to make some changes in their life. Like, um, one of the things that, that I often talk to people about is should I go back to school or not? Right. Maybe they're looking at it in an advanced degree or they're looking at just a certification or they're looking at, um, should I buy into this other coach's program? And their ego comes to tell them to do it or not to do it. But we feel this compulsion right? Like I have to do this. And sometimes your ego makes you into a victim or a hostage of your circumstances and conditions, right? It says we have to do this or we can't do that, right? So maybe um, uh, I'll use my example of going back to school. When I went back to school to start my PhD, nobody in my family, both sides, nobody, nobody, um, had ever known anybody with a PhD. So why in the world, you know, would they encourage me to do that process? And so my ego kept saying, Oh, nobody's going to support me. Nobody's going to be on my side. Nobody understands this. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Right. And what was happening is that, that my, um, family at the time was trying to keep me safe because they didn't know this journey. Right. Um, they were trying to save me some money, some time, some hassle. Uh, and my ego was trying to say, oh, they know better. I should listen to them, right? In essence, it was trying to keep me hostage and safe at the same time. Okay, so, so your ego wants you to believe that you're a hostage, but that is never, ever true. There is nothing and no one that has the power to make you choose something that you don't want 
or do want. Okay. Choice is always up to you. Now, lots of times I will hear somebody say, I don't have a choice about this, Michelle. I've got to make money. I've got to go, you know, pay these bills. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I understand that you have a choice. You always have a choice. Now you may not like the consequences of that choice, but you always have a choice. And it may be very difficult and challenging, but you always have a choice. And you may have to seemingly give up a lot of, uh, quote unquote, good things, but you always have a choice because you're the creator of your own life. Okay. So here, here are some questions for you to kind of ruminate on where in your life does it feel like you don't have a choice? Okay. Where, where does it feel like you don't have a choice? Um, where in your life are you, uh, let's say asleep and operating under autopilot. So you're just kind of letting that part of your life run itself. You're not really awake, aware, or alert to that. What conditions do you feel held hostage by? Okay. Or, or maybe even people in your life. Maybe it's, um, significant other or a parent or a boss. Where and what will you choose differently? Now, there's a couple different ways that you can have a choice here. So you can take an action, meaning that, you know, let's say that, that your boss is, uh, you just realize this is no longer a good fit, right? You can, you can t start to take action. You can say, okay, it's time to start looking. It's time to start applying other places, right? Um, you can also, um, begin to visualize what it is that you really want. So maybe you don't know what you want yet, but you, you know that what's happening is not working for you. So you say, okay, well, let's stick with that job, job situation. You're like, I, I know this isn't the place for me right now, but I don't know what I want. Right. So you can begin to start this visualization process of it in a perfect world. If you could work anywhere, if you could be doing anything, helping anyone solve any problem, what would that be? Right. And just sit with that until you come upon, ah, yes, this is what I want. Also, listen, don't discount because sometimes we talk about, you know, taking massive action in your life, but sometimes your action step realizing, oh man, I I'm letting this circumstance control me or keep me hostage. Sometimes just talking to another person about that is an action step, right? So reaching out to a friend and saying, oh, I, I was talking to a client not too long ago. We were talking about our children. And uh, one of the epiphanies that she came to was uh, that she had neglected to create boundaries with her children. So she found that two to four times a, a week, she was actually going to the school and rescuing her children for something. So they had forgotten their lunch or their homework or something like that. And she was very, uh, she was feeling very frustrated by it. Um, and she felt like a hostage. And she said the reason why she couldn't build her business and she couldn't have appointments with clients is because she never knew when she was going to have to rescue her children. And so as we talk through that, she realized she didn't want that to be her reality anymore. And so she just started telling her children, I'm no longer going to do this. 
if you talk to me the day before that you need X, Y, and Z, we can work that out, but I'm no longer willing to do these last minute emergencies. And wouldn't you know it, it didn't take too long and boom, there you go. She changed things, her, her children adjusted and she realized, uh, you know, I can't have clients, I can't have client meetings. And so her business is starting to grow because she decided what did I want, right? It wasn't massive action, but it was talking to somebody and realizing, oh, I'm not a, a victim or a hostage of my children. I have choice and control here. So our ego is really, um, it's been developed to keep us uh, safe and secure and also successful, right? So the ego comes and tells us, hey, if you do this or don't do that, you're going to be safe, secure, and successful. However, the ego is really developed based on not only our past um, experiences, but also what we've been told by other people. So your definition of success comes from not just you, but all the people around you, especially the people you choose to surround yourself with right now. So who you're going to be in five years is largely dependent on the books you read, the um, people you listen to and the five people that are the closest to you in your life. Okay. So consider that. Okay. They're helping you be safe, secure, and successful. So if you don't have anybody in your life kind of pushing you out towards new horizons, you might want to consider bringing somebody on your, into your team that can do that for you. Okay. Now, Again, the ego is not bad. It helps us to reach our goals, but left unchecked, it can do a lot of damage to ourselves and also other people. Okay. Um, so you get to create the life that you live with all choice and freedom. Okay. You are creating your reality as we speak. So why not make it a really great one? Why not check in and say, you know, where do I feel like I don't have a choice? Where am I asleep or in autopilot? What conditions do I feel held hostage by? And what is one thing that I want to choose to do differently? I guarantee you do that. And, and, and if you make that a daily practice, oh my goodness, your life is going to change and you're eventually going to lift your head up and go, who in the world am I? Because <laughs> you'll be living your dreams and not even understanding how you got there. Okay. All right, go out. Uh, have a little conversation with your ego. See what you can find out. Uh, please let me know if you need any help with that, okay? All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.